Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Stalhorn, black and white, sometimes life is, sometimes life isn't. Were you hacked last night, Jim? No, I know you follow Barack Obama and he follows you. Why, why, what happened last night? Oh, you don't know? Okay, okay. No. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long My Road and Deans Grange. Your first stop for Hyundai, epmooney.ie. I'll let you off, you're probably watching Spurs. Uh, so basically, Twitter got hacked without needing passwords. Barack Obama's account, Kanye's account, Elon Musk's account, and they were all selling Bitcoin. But you had to send them $1,000 and they'd send you back two. So Twitter had to take the blue ticks off all these people for a little while. I think they actually deleted, temporarily deleted some of these accounts so people couldn't get scammed. Oh, man. So, yeah, like some big hitters on... Big hitter on Twitter. They all Big got hitter hit. on Twitter. They all got hit. Any Bitcoin? Any Bitcoin, man. Any Bitcoin? Have you got any Bitcoin? So if you do see anything like that today, do not send them any money, Okay. It's usually a good rule of thumb is just not send money to people you don't know. Yeah, total randomers. So that's the story with that. So has it all been fixed? Is it because WhatsApp went down the other night? What's going on? I don't know. It's, you know, cyber attacks. It's a new terrorist. And now there's a, apparently on Android, if you have a different version, uh, if you know, if you a, a dodgy modified version of WhatsApp, people can read your messages. Oh, no. So you need to be careful on that. I don't think you can do it on iOS. It's easy, but you need to be careful. There's an article about it on FN4.ie if you want to find out all the... Oh. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Victoria Beckham is going to launch a health and lifestyle empire in the US to rival Gwyneth. Now, I don't know if she's going to sell those kind of candles. I don't know if that's Victoria's style. No, Victoria wouldn't do those kind of candles. She'd, yeah. probably, she'd probably do really nice sunglasses. She's always famous for this. I think of her as sunglasses and coats. She's also in the process of taking out a 6.6 million euro loan to help save Victoria Beckham Limited. Right. So, we'll see if she gets the go-ahead for the candles. That's, that's called looking down the back of her couch, I'd say she got 6.6 million. <laughs> well, you see, they don't, they don't want to use their personal money, I'd imagine. No, that's clever. Don't not. use your own cash. No. Uh, Katy Perry, she's you know ready to pop and she's missing life while in lockdown in LA. She's missing life... Uh, where in the UK but she doesn't live there does she Ellie Gold, I don't know much about her but I think she has been in the UK recently promoting her new single well she's also been on the one show seriously the, whoever's, whoever the researcher is in the one show 
Well done. You deserve a day off. I like the coziness of the UK. And uh, we spent a lot of time there and we will in the future. And especially with the with the new addition. And, um, you know, I just, I, I think it's lovely. It's lovely. Yeah, she's beaming in. They can get them all now for beaming in. Ellie Goulding says uh, a lot went into deciding to push her new album back a month than originally planned, uh, which was a big upset for Nobby because he's such a big fan. I am a big Brightest fan. Blue is out uh, tomorrow after being postponed from its June release. And Ellie explains why she wanted more time. I just think that it just wasn't appropriate. Um, you know, it was just a strange time. And it was just a good time for all of us to um, take a, a minute before we went into crazy album release mode. She also says that she's living apart from her husband. But I don't know if it's full time. I think it's like they just go around for... Saturday she said, I, I love my husband, but I love myself as well. So for her own sake, I think. You What's know what I mean? So, but they're not well, married long. If you, well, if you, sometimes it's healthier to to have a little break if you're, if you're driving yourself. Each, like Rather than go mad and get into rows. Like if you're having rows, maybe I distance yourself. I don't know. Luckily, I haven't had to do that. But if she's doing it for the sake of her relationship, maybe. I don't know. Because another story today says she's happily married to art dealer Casper Jopling but has recorded two pointed tracks on Bright is Blue that take aim at her former relationships. I'm very confused, Ellie. Could be what you call in the business a publicity stunt, Nobby. Yeah, I don't know if you do that with your, your uh, relationships, though. It's a bit weird. Yeah, well, a- album coming out, I always look at the stories and go, hmm, album mm. coming out, though. Album coming out, hmm. Mm. Darren Brown. I'll tell you about him in the next Dish the Dirt. He's got a 20th anniversary stunt coming up. Thursday again, the 16th of July. It's looking like July as well. There's a bit of sunshine. There's a bit of heat. We will take that. Please, please give us the heat. Please. Now, uh, there's front page news uh, that you all need to know about. I suppose the most obvious one is the one that is uh, a pint of pain is today's headline. The most eye-catching one anyway. So Blast Orders is another one. Is another one. Uh, furious publicans last night slammed the shocking decision to delay the reopening of bars for another three weeks. So the bars that serve food for €9 Euro are allowed to carry on. But the bars that don't serve food, who might have been ready to go with the social distancing and the all the, you know, the, the careful... Steps, the measures. The steps, the measures. The, yeah, the plastic, you know, the boots, all that kind of stuff. They're ready to go, and now it's been kicked down the road a bit. Now, I did see so a publican... Some, some of these bars won't open again. I saw a publican in Cavan the other day, and he was sitting in his pub, and he said, I, like, I don't know, should I be getting screens up or not? I, I think it's safe to assume you will need screens. It just felt... That particular guy just felt... I know he's he's frustrated, but, like, he doesn't really look prepared either. Um, I think what's probably most annoying to publicans is they... It's just all lastminute.com. Yeah, but it doesn't seem... If there are pubs that serve food, open. It doesn't seem fair that the ones that don't serve food can't open. Is it because they're smaller? Can't all be smaller? That's the question that everybody's sort of asking, is why are the ones that serve food for €9, if you can get a, a, a basket of chicken wings, they can open, but the ones that don't serve food can't. Why not? That's the question. If they're going to, like, obviously, if they're if if they're considered not ready, that's one thing. But I presume they all are now. So for those pubs, it's infuriating that they can't get back to business. Uh, so the planned reopening 
and nightclubs I, I, I'm not sure nightclubs was going to happen anyway really was it uh, amid fears of more spikes in COVID-19 cases uh, I was talking to people yesterday and they had to leave a couple of restaurants last weekend because there was no distancing Okay, there were people inches away from each other well, that's the advice as well. If you go somewhere that you don't feel comfortable, you know, make your own responsible decision to feck off somewhere else. Uh, here's another shocking story this morning. Man United fans are the least foul-mouthed in the Premier League, a study has found. Analysis of 56,200 tweets by fans using the hashtags of all the top flight sides found that United fans had just not even 1%, 0.9 of their tweets containing rude words. Now, does this include... Well, tweets containing... I said be Millwall, then. Uh, Millwall, you say. Uh, they're not on the list. But I tell you what, Watford are the worst. Watford? I never would have guessed that. Now, Jim, bad news for you, because Spurs make a third on the list. Oh, yeah, Spurs, they're, they're, they're very... They're potty mouths down there. Is it the more frustrated you are with your team, the more you'll swear? Because Liverpool are way down. They're only 13th on the list. I think generally a London club, the L- London people swear more. I'm, I'm just, I'm just guessing that. It's just you know, if you think of London people going around, just even when they're in good form, it's all blah blah blah. You know, mm. bleep 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 and bleep and bleep. In Manchester, probably not so much. I suppose at the wheel, there's no swear word in that. They were doing a lot of tweeting about at the wheel. Yeah. Anyway, well done, United fans. You're number twenty on the list out of everybody. Uh, only number twenty. That's yeah. way down. I know they're the best. Who's second? Who's Crystal, the top three? Crystal Palace, Watford, Crystal Palace and Spurs. And well, they, in fairness, those three have the most to be swearing about. Yeah, and Villa are sixth. <laughs> so, yeah, you can... It kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, then you had, right down the list, you got Liverpool, Sheffield United, Man City, Arsenal, Chelsea, Everton, Burnley and United. Like, even when Spurs win, it's like, why, why didn't you bleep and bleep, 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 win, bleep, bleep, the other match, bleep, 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 you know? Bleep, bleep. Um, Harry, Harry Kane, by the way, Harry Kane has scored 200 goals for Spurs. Just thought I'd mention that. Congratulations, Harry. That makes me even more attractive. He's, he's looking another, forward to the next 200. Uh, another another reason for him to leave and go somewhere else, Jim. Um, and Conor McGregor has no. ignored the restrictions and he's been uh, photographed in the south of France on holidays. Conor McGregor ignoring the restrictions? Mm-hmm. Surely not. So there's rumours that he's coming back to, to fight again. He's behind you. Oh, no, he isn't. Actually, I'm retiring. Oh, no, you're not. Exactly. Yeah, he's retired a lot. Uh, having a poor work-life balance makes you twice as likely to become ill, the study has suggested. Researchers surveyed a whole load of people right across Europe, including Ireland, and found that those who struggle to fit in family life with long working hours reported poor general health. Um, if they did both. if they So they, by having a good balance, it makes you sick. No, that struggle to fit in family life. Uh, oh, right, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Basically, work too much, spend less time with people who are the most important to you, and it's not good for you. I know people think when they work really hard, oh, as soon as I stop, as soon as I go on holidays, I get sick. I think that's just a myth. Yeah, stop putting stuff off. You often hear people saying that. Stop waiting. Oh, yeah, when I do this, I'll do that. No, no, no. You know, if you're working hard, enjoy it. Someday there well. won't be it tomorrow, you know. Oh, God. Uh, speaking of which, Arsenal 2, Liverpool 1. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Arsenal beat you, that's what happened there. No, I know. <laughs> Let's break down guy. the scores for you. Hey. Keystone Klops, what a great, uh, what a great headline. <laughs> yeah, well, moving swiftly on from that story. Um, 
Uh, Kanye is now not interested in uh, being the president. He's pulled out of the White House race. Yeah, after 17 days. Yeah. So who la- who lasted longer, Kanye's campaign or uh, Cowan? Uh, probably Kanye's campaign. <laughs> so there you go, Kanye. Running for president longer. His advisor, Steve Kramer, said he decided to drop out of the race on Tuesday and he said he's out of nothing good or bad to say about Kanye. Everyone has their personal decisions about why they make decisions. I think so. Kanye decided, because I think Kanye's been living in Kanye world for quite some time now. So uh, <laughs> Kanye decided he was going to run for president and then people kind of said, Kanye, you're a bit too late. You, you can't actually be voted for in certain states now, so you can't win. And you're just going to split the, you're going to split the vote with certain, so you're actually, if you run for president, Trump will definitely get in. So uh, you're probably better off sitting this one out. Even Elon Musk was going, oh, come on now, that's a bit too much. <laughs> so <laughs> Even Elon Musk. So uh, that's it all this morning. The main one is, headline, Young get the blame as pubs told to stay closed. Welcome to another day of COVID Groundhog. So now you, you always remember where you were when you discover a new musical artist that is going to you know, take on the scene and just change things up. Yeah. And this morning the spotlight is shining on beautiful Sally Noggin. Come on the noggin. The Come last on the noggin. Uh, th- I was going to say, no, that was Bally Brack, Fernando. So no, just up the road. No, well, Dustin's from the Noggin. So the last time they had a big artist come out of the Noggin was uh, Dustin the Turkey, but this is a human. Uh, I don't know this fella's name, but he is class. He's a rapper. I think it could be Steve Brown. It could be Steve Brown, we're not sure. But if you know who this uh, kid is, like he's a kid and he's rapping from the Noggin. He's coming straight out of the Nog. Here he comes. It is. His YouTube channel is called The Brown Lad. and uh, The Brown Lad. Noggin, Steve Brown. Uh, so this is, this is just very good. What's up, lads? It's Steve Brown. Back on the scene. Hurting out the sus. <laughs> Get a San Siro from the Noggin. Then we have a game of slogans. We end up in Honey Park. Lads have to go. It's getting dark. End all of the girls. Might go skinhead, might get corals. You would never see a Lambo. Come to my gaff if you want a sussy Sambo. <laughs> I love this guy. He's sitting on the BMW. Busting some moves. We've got Aldi, Little, Woody's and Joey's. We have the best barbers, Paddy and Jody. It's called the Upper Room Barber. Go there and instantly look sharper. Don't forget about the skills, the compost accounts, all students are filled. That's the good thing about the noggin. That's not what you do, except play slogans. <laughs> <laughs> and he's shot a video for it and everything. He's... There on a Sunday, that's a show. You ate a fast to get back out, or when you're a cop or your full name, you knew it was you to blame. We miss those great times. The noggin was unknown for crime. It was safe and sound, the best place ever around. <laughs> so, have a look. Right. Uh, you, will, you will just smile watching the whole thing, and he's having the crack doing it, which is important uh. too. And I, like, don't, don't just do, just, don't, it's Steve Brown, don't just Steve finish Brown. there, you you need to do more rhymes, you need to tell us more about growing up in the noggin. 
NATO Tallow Productions is the end of the video. So Steve Brown, uh, the Brown Lad is his uh, channel. It's on YouTube. It's all over Twitter this morning as well. Fair play to him. Give a nod. Sunday dinner. That's the show. <laughs> eat it, eat it real quick to get back out. I love it. <laughs> class. <laughs> If you know him, tell him we said it's class. Uh, it's FM 104. The Strawberry Alarm Clock. On FM 104. Up the flats. And we got Liz to say it. Yes, we did get Liz to say up the flats. If you don't believe us, have a listen to this. The Strawberry Alarm Clock. Turn it up. Hey, it's Liz You're listening to the Strawberry Alarm Clock. Dublin's hit music station. FM 104. FM 104. Up the flats. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long My Road and Dean's Grange. Your first stop for Hyundai, epmooney.ie. I did not know this, Jim, but Empire Strikes Back has topped the box office again 40 years after it was released. So It is the best one, isn't it? You've had, I think so, yeah. You've got some movie uh, houses, cinemas whatever you want to call them, uh, who have reopened. I didn't, I didn't think it was... I think there was <laughs> yeah, the movie house. We, we all call it the movie house, though. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where that came from. Sorry. Hey, you want to go to the movie house with me? the movie house with me on Friday? Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. So, probably more in the UK. Uh, it says there's a few that have opened here in Republic of Ireland. Of the ones that have shown it, anyway, they've, they're showing some retro ones. Dirty Dancing, Shawshank, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, and Empire Strikes Back has made the most money. Savage. Yeah. Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt have teamed up for Netflix's next action flick. It's uh, Project Power, it's called. It's an all-guns-blazing action movie. Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt are teaming up with uh, Dominique Fishback to try and put a stop to the superpower criminals who can take a pill to unlock unknown superpowers. Sounds good. How Would you it? like a trail off? You still got the pills on? It's about to get real noisy. That's your power. First, we stabilize it. Then, we weaponize it. Power goes to where it always goes. To the people that already have it. They think they can just test their product on my city? We'll let them see what happens. I thought we were like Batman and Robin. No, Batman and Robin, that's a movie. This is real life. We doing this. He'd hardly be singing on that, will he? Jamie. And he can really do everything. The yeah. guy is just ridiculous. Talent. He's a talent. He's talent. He can do it all. So, I uh, brought you this yesterday. Destiny's Child's uh, member, Kelly Rowland, said she, said she opened up with the torture of being compared to Beyonce. So, uh, here's what she said. It's in, in her own words. Can you imagine what it's like being in a group with Beyonce? Yeah. <laughs> I would just torture myself in my head like, well, I can't wear this dress because they're going to say it's like B. Or I can't have a song like that because it sounds too much like B. They're going to compare anyways. I, I would be lying if I said, no, it's never bothered me. That's bull. There was a whole decade, if I'm being completely honest, decade that it I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
was like the elephant in the room, but the thing that was constantly beyond my shoulder. And it was probably Beyonce, you know, it wasn't Beyonce doing it, it was pressure from everywhere else. No, well, like Beyonce is just, like she's doing her not, thing. Uh, she's not a normal artist, like she's just, she's, again, she's She's out something there all, else. all on her own. She's a superpower. Yeah. True story. <laughs> So, Britney Spears' mother, Leanne, has reportedly asked to be involved in decisions about her daughter's finances. According to the US site The Blast, Lynn filed a request to receive special notices on all matters relating to Britney's multi-million dollar trust, which was established in 2004. And uh, Britney's money is currently under a court-approved conservatorship, uh, which was set up in 2008. What's the story with with Britney? Is she okay? Well, the story is that the dad has massive control over over everything, including her own life and how long she sees people for. So, I don't know, to be honest with you. But maybe it's good that the ma is getting involved. Yeah. Maybe she's the one who can tell the husband where to go. Or or ex-husband, as it is now, I think. Yeah. So, uh, and Darren Brown, what's he doing? So, Darren Brown, uh, he's an amazing guy. We interviewed him a couple of times. And he is the tw- it's the 20th anniversary of his Channel 4 show. So to celebrate that, uh, they're going to be stunts with a live two-hour television event, okay? So 20 years of mind control, Darren Brown Live will feature a new live stunt from Darren as well as fan-voted retrospective on some of his most famous stunts. Now, Channel 4 must be, you know, to do a live stunt, things can go wrong, but... You know, he knows you trust Darren doing. to get it right. He knows what he's doing. He says they're illusions, but are they? Whoa. All they've said so is uh, this summer they haven't given an actual date yet. No, but in the next few weeks you'll be able to see Russian Roulette, The Heist, Hero at 30,000 Feet, Apocalypse or Push to the Edge. All those big hitters for Dar- from Darren from the last 20 years will be aired again. Scariest thing is it's 20 years, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of mad. So we're now going to go to a very strange radio show called Ken Cooper's Chit Chat and you wouldn't believe some of the celebrities that ring into his show. It's time for Chit Chat with Ken Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funky, yeah. She was a sexy lady. She liked to get her thrill and lots of people getting thrills here on Ken Cooper's Chit Chat. Call me anytime. Most people don't call me during the show, though. Uh, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Uh, line one is uh, Brian. Hey, Brian. How are you doing there, Chris? Uh, my name's not Chris. My name is Ken Cooper. I'm not going to let it annoy me. Carry on. What do you want? Uh, Chris, I just wanted to complain oh. about people in the cinema, all right? Yes. Um, I was in the cinema there uh, the night before last, right. and we were watching a very emotional film. I got to a very emotional part of the film, yeah. and this woman behind me it was chewing her popcorn very loudly, and it really annoyed me. Yeah. And it's still within me, Chris, and I don't know what to well, do with it. Well, first of all, my name's not Chris; it's Ken Cooper. And second of all, um, you should have turned around. Quite literally, poured your. Uh, did you have a beverage on you? I, I did. You should have poured yeah. the beverage over her head and say, "You're such a rude woman." Get out! And well, I, I'm not a violent person, it's not as, violent. as you can tell. I, I, I just had the frustration in me. I just need to get it out somehow. Yeah, yeah. Well, what film were you seeing? Who was in it? I, it, it was the Third is Born with Bradley and and Yawon. And Lady is he your, your favourite actor? Is he Bradley Cooper? No, 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 no. He's not actually. Um, uh, well, my favourite actor is an Irish actor by the name of Donald Gleeson. He was in Star Wars. There, big fan of Star Wars. I am. Star and I, Wars. I made is an that, excellent. Is stairs, he made an excellent uh, villain. 
with his red hair and his cold face. Um, oh, well, lighting up the phones you are, though, Brian, because line two, it says Brendan Gleeson is on line two. Hiya, Brendan. Hello, uh, Chris. It's Brendan here. Hiya, Brendan. Love your I work, by heard, the way. Thank you very much. I just heard that caller saying that Donald Gleeson is a very good actor. That's your son, it, yes, that's right. It is indeed. This is not the case. Oh, what do you no, mean? I'm the actor in the family. Yeah, okay. Well, um, He did do uh, one or two good things, but the other fella has been a nightmare. He died in the second season of um, Love, Hate, and it wasn't the first time he died on stage. Well, uh, Brenda, so you're talking about uh, Don Gleeson, your son, and who is the other fella? I'm not too sure of his name. That's your other he son? He went over to In Bruges one time when I was filming something there, and right. he hasn't been able to find his way back. But Donald is, uh, up for an, has been up for an Oscar before, hasn't he? I'm not too sure. Uh, is, can, can I come back? Go ahead, this, Brian. Uh, yeah, please, yeah, Ken please. Cooper's chat That's an absolute disgrace. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you, yeah. Brendan Gleeson, slag off your two sons? Donald is absolutely brilliant. Have you seen Star Wars? Um, I don't Have you seen Star movies. Wars? You I make watch? them. Uh, Brendan, I must say I did enjoy you in Paddington too. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, he was overrated at best, Chris. He was just a he was just a not... big joke, a big chef or something. Come here! I did like you in Braveheart, though. Thank you very much. And uh, do you t- do you give this kind of feedback to your sons, uh, Donald and the other fella? Not so much to the other fella, but to Donald, I give him a tip or here, here or there, just. And what do you say to him, Brandon? Try and act. <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice, Brendan. Yeah, yeah. Try and act. And does he? Does he? Uh, does he give you feedback on your films, movies? No, he wouldn't dare. Not Here's a tip for you, Brendan Gleeson: shave your f-ing beard. You look like a bear. Well, at least I can grow one. The two sons, not a chance. Whiskers. And uh, who is your favourite of the two sons? I'm getting the getting a, an indication that you have a clear favourite there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Donald. Donald. <laughs> And who would be your least favourite of the two sons, Brandon Gleeson? The other one. Right, okay. Well, that's uh, very clear. Thanks for being so honest here on Ken Cooper's Chit Chat. You're welcome, Chris. My name's not Chris. I don't care if you're in the snapper and you're a Hollywood royalty. You call me by my right name. You're on Ken Cooper's Chit Chat. Capiche? Good night, Chris. Thank you. Oh, get off the phone. There you go. Ken Cooper's Chit Chat. Some celebrities ringing in, which is surprising because most uh, normal people don't even ring in. Thanks, Brian. Brian. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever is right. Ken Cooper's Chit Chat continues, hopefully, after this break, depending on uh, Jane and Loris. You've just been listening to Chit Chat with Cam Cooper. The strawberry. Turn on the strawberry. The strawberry. What you waiting for? The strawberry Turn on the strawberry Have Recky with Jim Jim And Navi on FM 104 FM 104's Instagram With cover in a click Young driver car insurance specialists See what you can save Coverinaclick.ie 10 questions 60 seconds 1,000 euro FM 104's Instagram we got Killian ready Actually, to play today. Yes, yes, yes. And before we get into it, Killian, I just want to, for everyone listening, where do you listen to Instagram? Do you listen to it on your own? Are you in the car? Are you with somebody? Do you play along with somebody in the kitchen? Where do you play along? Let us know uh, on WhatsApp, 0876797104, and we might give one or two of you a cuddle mug. Working from Snowsy. home and working for the VHI. I am. Yeah, so where, where is your... in the corner of my room. Is it in your actual bedroom, yeah? 
in my bedroom. Yeah. See, I'd imagine, in the morning. I'd imagine that's tough for people. Like, if you are working from home now for the last four months and there's no end in sight, and maybe you've had an email to say, yeah, we won't see you till 2021, you know, not everyone has the space where they live to have a separate place for work. But I'd imagine going to bed in your office, you feel like you're never off, do you? Yeah, it's it's tough at times, but at the same time, you know, you finish at five o'clock and you can go out and exercise or, you know, cook dinner. It's not too bad. A, job, a job that finishes at five o'clock and you worry about it till the next morning. Now, if you had five minutes to spare, would you go and have a little lie down? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you hear on these automated, you're number 13 in the queue. It's because the person's having a kip at home in their bed. <laughs> Stop this, yeah. Of course not. VHI wouldn't do that. Of course not. So you're normally very good at Instagram, is that right? I am actually, yeah. Okay. I'm not too bad. Confident. Confident. Okay. Well, let's see how we do here. So, 10 questions. Best of luck, Killian. The game begins in three, two, one. Which is further from Dublin, Wexford or Waterford? Um, Waterford. Which coast of the USA is Philadelphia on east or west? The west coast. Oh, east Which coast, female sorry, singer east featured? Coast. Have to accept your first answer. Which film, female singer featured on Eminem's classic song "Stan"? Dido. What is the common name of the Aurora Borealis? The Northern Lights. True or false, Gary Barlow from Take That was in Star Wars. False. What rocker was a member of Nirvana and Foo Fighters? Kurt Cobain. Which country is sushi from? Japan. In which soap would you find Denise Parrish a character? Kendall. Which sport uses stumps and bales? And how many planets are there in the solar system? Nine. Answer right on the 60 seconds, Killian. Well done. But the question is, how did he do in the 10? Well, so there was a... You know the rule as a regular listener, Killian. have to accept your first answer. You said West. And then then you, you knew you got it wrong. But... You kept going, and I was hoping that wouldn't be the only one that we'd have to go back and go. Ah. So I hate doing that. I hate doing that. But it, thankfully, it isn't the only one that you got wrong. From our point of view, anyway. Not From our point of view, yes, yeah, so, because I'd feel lousy <laughs> if that was the one. <laughs> Even when I say I have to accept your first answer, I feel like a loser. But you know, I have to do it. It's the rules. So Gary so, Barlow uh, was 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 in Star Wars. Doing what? Gary Barlow, and I'll tell you more about it in Dish the Dirt. Gary Barlow was in Star Wars. So was Ed Sheeran. So were loads of people. Uh, Jamie Oliver, I think, was in there as well. So uh, basically, anyone who was sort of a celebrity and could get swing it, they they got to be stormtroopers. But Gary Barlow should have been a, had a singing role in Star Wars. Um, but they cut out his singing part. Good. I think even I should have been that. in a bar. <laughs> but no he was in the bar, but they didn't uh, use the singing part. There's no place for songs like that in, in Star Wars movies. Uh, Dave Grohl is the Nirvana and Foo Fighters oh, connection. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, sushi's from Japan. EastEnders, Denise, that, that was a hard one. Uh, cricket uses stumps and bales. Uh, the bales are the little bits that go across the tops of the stumps, of course. And there are eight planets in the solar system. Oh, so. Yeah, Oh. Oh, I can't keep up. 
Yeah, Pluto's gone, I think. Yeah, so officially now it's eight. So you've got six right today. I'll tell you what, though, you knew Denise Parrish very quickly. You must watch a bit of EastEnders in your spare time, Kelly, do you? Okay, well, we have nothing to do from five o'clock onwards. Yeah, so. yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> Okay, strawberry one of our favourites from EastEnders too. Yeah, uh, nice. Uh, strawberry alarm clock, uh, alarm clock, cuddle mug is yours. Perfect. Thanks very much. Cash not today. Look out, yourself, Killian. Thanks for playing. You too. Cheers, Killian. We can't go for scoop because the man. What's again? Oh, fat man, you shut up now because I can't trust you anymore. Not too sure what fat man says. Yeah, kiss your mum with that mouth, fat man. Thank you so much for all your nod, your noggin, uh, loving on that this morning. Yes, double up. Uh, library car park, bottle bank, everything's getting shaken this morning. Uh, thank like, you very much. I, you know, I, I just don't see the problem with a double nod. I just don't see the problem. Why can't we, you know, until, you know, little people come back to school, why we can't double nod every morning at this time? Double it up. Double it up this week. Or should we just do it as a surprise? Uh, I like the surprise. I do like the element of surprise, all right, yeah. Uh, Yeah. This week on the show, we have teamed up with We Ireland, who want to reward local frontline heroes with a new hot point washing machine every single morning on the show. And uh, basically, this is a 99.9% bacteria killing steam hygiene process hot point machine it'll do your full load in 45 minutes if you're a frontliner you get home for a hard shift you're wrecked you're sick of wearing PPE gear all day or maybe you're not fully PPE'd up but still you know you're working hard and you want to throw your uniform your shirt your scrubs whatever it is your fire brigade uniform lash it into this machine one less thing to worry about nominate somebody nominate a frontliner or nominate yourself if you are please Yes, somebody you're proud of, family member, somebody down the road, whatever it is. Could be yourself, don't be shy. And uh, we have that, a lovely prize, very deserving prize for whoever gets it. You just give us a little shout and we'll get back to you before 10 o'clock on 0876797104. Also on Dish the Dirt, Martin Compson talks, Line of Duty, what is the story with it coming back? And Netflix's The Old Guard through history, sharing Charlie's Theron. And after nine... It's time for we so this guy, man. he's the director of Scoop. He's been working for Warner Brothers for years. He's He's been the animator of everything you've watched when you were a kid growing up. He's worked on Tom and Jerry, Animaniacs, you name it. Space Jam. Scooby-Doo. Space Jam, yeah, he's, he worked on that. He's the producer, director. He's directed the new movie Scoop. And he's, he's going to be chatting to us. He's the one who gets to tell Mark Wahlberg and Zac Efron and all these lads how to act, what to do. You need to do that scene again, buddy. Yeah. Do it again there, Mark. That was good enough. Actually, there's rumours there's rumors there will be a Pinky in the Rain movie coming. Uh, thank you. We'll be talking to the director of Scoob after nine. Now it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long Mile Road, and Dean's Grange. Your first stop for Hyundai, epmooney.ie. So, Gary Barlow was in uh, Instagram. Gary Barlow was in uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Right, so he was in the bar scene, and uh, he was supposed to be singing. They were, they were good, and he sang a part and everything. They filmed him singing, but they cut that bit out, and he was gutted. 
I was gutted. So there was a lot of uh, there was a lot so of people who were gutted. Were, yeah, I was in Star Wars so and they took my scene out because he was in the stormtrooper suit. No one knew it was him. He wasn't a stormtrooper. He was in some kind of. Uh, I think he was uh, the his Rebel head was Alliance. Though, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus. Gary Barlow can't just show up in Star Wars. I know. Well, it's just so they can, he can nudge someone. That's me there. Hello. See that, ma'am. Hello. Like I just don't see where in Star Wars would even a slow love song fit in. I just whatever. Martin well, Lawson. apparently there's a, there's a bit in one of the Star Wars where two um, two stormtroopers stop a guy in a corridor. I can't remember which film it is, and it's uh, Ed Sheeran and Gary Lightbody. Gary Lightbody or Gary Barlow? Gary Lightbody He's and in it Ed as well. Sheeran. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. What about the actors? Just let them give them the work. No? I think. Well, I think if if you're famous enough, maybe you had to throw a few credit at them. But if you're famous enough, you say, "Look, I've grown up watching Star Wars. Any chance I could be a stormtrooper? Mm. Like you don't have to tell anyone." Buy your way into movies, yeah, maybe. Uh, now, Crossy. Today was the day that Crossy learned Martin Compson from Line of Duty is Scottish. He thought. Oh he was, yeah. He thought he was from London. Uh, he of course plays Steve Arnett in Line of Duty throw the book at your fella uh, what's going on come on give us an update is the show coming back and when when you're in the start of a job it feels like it's never end and then when somebody called to say like yeah we tonight would have been the rap part that that hit hard how long everything's been going on you know um, yeah it's a real shame because I think it would have been out this autumn um, but yeah I mean the scripts once again, every year I think is this the year it's not going to be as good, and he just ups it and ups it. Uh, Jed, I don't, I really don't know how he, he does it. There's some incredible interview scenes, all the back alley stuff. I mean, there's some as as we as we do now. There's some great big set pieces, you know, which are exciting. But I feel all the all the drama and the intrigue is is in all the kind of backstabbing, and you don't know who to trust. I really feel like it's kind of went back to the essence of what, what made the show great. So I'm really excited to get back to it. Great. Great. Orlando Bloom has lost his dog, Duda, Duda. Mighty's gone missing. Duda, so on Instagram, Duda, he, appealed, he appealed for people to help after Mighty went missing in California. Now He's offering means, a reward uh, for anyone who can find his little dog. Well, everyone tell their ma called Sheila from Cabaret. There's no point sharing that on our Facebook today. It's not. He's not going to turn up here. <laughs> but Orlando's so nice. Like, I hope he finds him. Have you got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre going on outside your sitting room? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> what a scary movie. <laughs> well, I hope they find the dog soon. I hope if they find us. And uh, this is, uh, well, it's all about virtual dating. Celebs Go Dating is back, but it's going to look very, very different because everyone is involved in it. Levi Davis, uh, Shauna Phillips, Pete Wicks, all the usuals. Dating agent Anna Williamson will be back and admits it doesn't matter to her what the singletons have done before. Celebs Go Virtual Dating starts on E4 on the 27th of July. We don't care if, you know, some of them come in with very checkered public love lives that have been splattered across tabloids. You know, we treat it as we would do with any other sort of private client. This is a blank canvas and one never presumes or assumes. Good advice there, Anna. Yes, never do. Never presumes or assumes. Dublin's F4, it is the strawberry alarm clock and on the phone is a man called Tony Cervoni. He is the guy who has the best job in the world. He's been working with, in animation uh, as an animator, as a writer, as a director, producer, uh, everything. So who better than to direct the brand new movie, Scoob? Good morning, Tony. Hey, good morning. That's quite the introduction from my colleague there. What he also left out was... He studied film in college and you're doing all the work he wishes 
he could do, and now he's a radio <laughs> presenter instead. Well, you know what? I really do have the best job in the world, and I've been at Warner Brothers for a long, long time, and, and you know, it just so happens that they love, they own everything I love, so... I've, I've been very fortunate to uh, to work on characters that I grew up with, um, that I really love, and then also to work with the people who created these things, and you know, and got to know a, a lot of them. So, like, it's there's a lot of hero worship going on as well. When you work for Warner Brothers, Tony, do you get special pajamas from them that just say WB on them? You know what? Every I, I get nothing. And uh, and I know nothing. I feel like the closer you get to the source, the less you know, and and kind of and the, and the you know and it, it, even on this movie, I, I would get a lot of questions. When's it going to be released in this market, or or what's going on here or there? And then if it wasn't for fans sending me stuff, I wouldn't know half the thing. I have no official information whatsoever about anything. Um, but luckily, people like to send me, send me, keep me updated. Now, of course, Scoob is—it's uh, a brand new Scooby Doo movie. Just in case people weren't aware, and there, there is an origin story of how Scooby and Shaggy met. And of course, people will be familiar with Scrappy Doo from the cartoons way back in the day. But there's nothing cuter than baby Scooby Doo. This mangy stray's coming with me. He's not a stray. Okay, then. What's his name? His name's. Hey, Scooby. Middle name. Doobie. Last name. Do. You <laughs> <laughs> said that we would always be without you. I feel lost at sea. I love it. The darkness. I'll never take it off. Like the wind we'd be riding. <laughs> Aww. Uh, maybe don't do that again. I got I'm Fred. This is Velma. Hi. And that's Daphne. Hey. I'm Shaggy. And this is Scooby-Doo. Nice to meet you. Trick or treat. Yeah, and that really came out of... Um, um, it's funny because that scene, the origin story, really kind of grew out of the movie because... These animated movies take a, they take a long time to make. So you try many things. You're, you're trying uh, different angles, and you're telling different versions of the stories over and over and over again. But we did this flashback scene in one of the iterations where we were like, "Wow, there's there's something really special there." And then that just kind of grew into that kind of that whole sequence where we get to see everyone meet for the first time. And it's something that hadn't, I mean, there was a show called Pup Named Scooby-Doo, which, you know, showed the gang as kids. But yeah. this was really kind of the first time we really kind of tried to, you know, we really kind of dug into the origin story. I heard Tom Hanks recently talking about, let's just call it another animated movie he was on. And he spoke about the commitment and the level of time and the years it takes when you're voicing a character who's animated. What is the big difference for people to understand when, you know, he, he just said, I just thought I'd turn up to a booth and talk. And he said it was so much more than that. Well, I mean, animation is, is a, <laughs> animation is a tedious process in every respect because you're creating a, a film one frame at a time and you're creating something from nothing. So, 
And then on these 3D movies, like the, the computer animated movies, like Scoob is, you have so much detail that goes, and there's so much, there's so much of everything involved. And that, and that kind of hits every level of the process. Like, and like I said, we try things and then we throw them out and then we come back. And you know, the poor actors, we bring them in and we do a scene, we love it. And then three months later, they're back and they're like, what scene are we doing? And you know, well, same scene, but we're trying something different. So, um, <laughs> you know, we put them, we definitely put, put them through their paces. Uh, but we had a wonderful cast on this movie and I, I was so happy with, with, with everyone. Like, the, that that was one of the that was one of the high points of the whole movie. And do you get people, uh, Tony? Do you get people coming up to you when you were buying a cup of coffee, uh, voiceover artists, when they realise who you are? It's like this guy, <laughs> this guy's doing an animation, and he's been doing it for years. And I can do a pretty good uh, Shaggy myself. I can do I can do ca- Captain Cave when you don't need anybody else. Can, do you get harassed? Yeah, absolutely. That happens all the time. <laughs> and you know what? Um, Sometimes people are really good too, and you're like, "Wow, that is a pretty good Scooby Doo." You know, the role is taken, but um, but that was pretty. Sometimes I'm shocked at how good people are um, at do, at doing stuff like that. We'll keep your name on file. Is probably a good answer. So, <laughs> <laughs> Scoob is the start of much more to come. Is that fair to say? Well, I think we created a, a universe that lets new things happen. You know, so if uh, I don't think any decisions have been made, but if we wanted to return to it, I think there's stuff, there are definitely stories to tell. Because there's references to all the Hanna-Barbera characters all throughout the, you know, Dick Dastardly and Penelope Pitstop. And I mean, these could all become movies in their own right or uh, just branch off in different directions. Have you got a favorite from that era that that you'd love to try next? Um, I from, I mean, I do, I, I do, uh, I, I love a lot of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I do like, you know, Wacky Races is great, and um, yeah. Johnny Quest is great. Like, there are so many great things we could do, and that's why, you know, the, all the references that are in the movie really were done, you know, by everyone working on the crew. Like, everyone kind of pitched in and, and tried to try to put these Easter eggs in as much as we could. Um and and a lot of them are there for characters, but there's a lot of them there for um, the, the creators and the people who worked at Hanna Barbera, um, um, who are resp- really responsible for all this stuff. So, I mean, it really was uh, it, that that you know that part of it really was a labor of love. And um, this movie was made by, uh, by people who really who really love this stuff and love the people who made it. So. Um, that all kind of really honestly comes from the heart of many, many people. I think it's important as well in a lot of these movies, there's always something for the parents or the guardians and the kids. And from what we've seen of this, there's there's jokes for everybody, different levels. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think, uh, that's something we definitely try to do. And I think that, that that's something that a lot of studios, animation studios do now. But I think it's Warner Brothers, always been Warner Brothers' strength, you know, starting with the Looney Tunes. Um, the idea of, of, of putting jokes in and putting things in there for the entire family and, 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 and being okay with references or jokes going over the heads of children. That's a, that's a longstanding Warner Brothers tradition. Um, when you're directing movies, I imagine people have a lot of misconceptions about the job. Am I right in saying 
you have to be a counsellor, a coach, a shoulder to cry on. You've got to be able to manage up with talent. Um, <laughs> how many different aspects, apart from saying cut, does the director have to do? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, that, yeah, no, you're certainly right. It is uh, you have to you have to do all these things, but it really does. It, it really does kind of come down to leadership and being able to get the best out of people. Like uh, a, a friend of mine likes to say that, you know, directors are like conductors of an orchestra. You have to be able to he- get the best out of every player, but you don't really play an instrument. You know, your, your job is to make sure everyone's in time, everyone's being heard and everyone's doing every, you're getting the best performance out of, out of every musician, but you're just a guy holding a stick. You know, you're not playing. Well, the movie is Scoob. It's streaming now. It's a lot of fun. I think people are going to really love it. If you grew up watching Scooby and your kids love Scooby now, I think everybody does love Scooby. It seems to have always been on TV. It's, it's just, yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's just always been there, which is, it's a great starting point, I'd imagine, when you're trying it to has, put a movie I, together. I think there's, there's 18 separate shows. You know, it's been on the air since 1969. Wow. <laughs> well, that sums it up. By the way, before you go, Tony, yeah. um, we were going to say, we'd normally say dinner parties, but we're not sure if they're allowed. Maybe a Zoom call. If you were having a director's dinner party, <laughs> who would be at your table? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's or a the great question, floor. and I don't have a great answer. So I don't <laughs> have a great answer for you, but that is a great question. There's so many people. Um, you know what? You know Scorsese what? Though, be there? I, with this, with Yes, maybe. You know what? You know what? And honestly, I haven't seen anyone for so long. Like, I feel like I've been in my house since March. Um, I would just like to see my friends. Like, let me start there. Like, let me see my family. Let me see <laughs> start my with friends. your friends. Yeah. I've been separated from them for so long. I haven't, you know, I haven't seen my family since the holidays. So let me start there. That's an honest answer. And then I, then I could sit down <laughs> with, then I'll, then I'll have Whoever. dinner with Scorsese. <laughs> okay, we'll tell him that you're asking for him. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks a million. Thank That's Tony Savoni, the director of Scoob, the latest Scooby-Doo movie, and it's out now. We are talking to frontline workers all the time at the moment, and we're just giving them cuddle mugs this week. We're giving them uh, We Ireland Hot Point washing machines that have uh, got the power from steam hygiene to kill 99.9% of bacteria. And, you know, basically, you nominate yourself for someone you know. Eric has sent us pictures, Jim, of his ice cream van. Have you seen this? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's, no. He's made sure that all shops and hospital fridges were full of ice cream during lockdown. So it's a pink... Fantastic. Pink van. It's got two icebergers on the side. They're talking to each other. One of the captions, the speech bubble says, I miss school. So a kid didn't come up with that one. Uh, hashtag share a smile. It's on the side of his pink van. You can't miss this thing. Very well, cool. Well, as you know, I, I had a visit to a hospital during the lockdown about a month it ago. Yeah, and uh, one of the things I had was they, they give you a little jelly and a little ice cream and two little tubs. I'm telling you, for everyone in hospital, that's the highlight of your day, right? <laughs> you can't beat it. A jelly and an ice cream. Uh, well, someone who's well used to a hospital is uh, Joanne, because she's a nurse. Good morning, Joanne. Hi, good morning. How are you? Very good. Uh, nestled between Furhouse and Knockline, Ballycullen is the suburb where Joanne is from. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> the old Ballycullen. Handy if you want to yeah. go. Have, handy if you want to go to the Hellfire Club or somewhere like that. It is. It's just up the road. Find the Johnny Foxes. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. True. Uh, so your nurse. Where are you, nurse? I'm a nurse in nursing home. 
Okay. <laughs> work with nursing homes. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm an infection control nurse, actually, so I switch between a few different nursing homes. <laughs> so you, you've got to move around for the job. And how are things in nursing homes lately? I know, you know, it was a bit of a bumpy, a bumpy yeah. start to the lockdown. Yeah. I know, yeah, it is. It's a good job, though. It's good. Interesting. Um. Yeah, there's definitely there will be lessons learned from from all that side of. Oh, of, there is. COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And are people? Yeah. How does it? How does the visiting work in, in nursing homes now? Has that changed? It is. Yeah, it's really much changed. There's no visiting, so yeah, there's really no visiting. So it's really sad, but you know, I think we're fine now, so everything's looking good. Hopefully, fingers crossed, all going well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So well, it's even more pressure on you to be a ray of sunshine in their lives now. Are you good at telling <laughs> jokes? Oh God, are you going to put me on the spot? Well, no, just just for the residents <laughs> and nursing home. Oh. <laughs> or do you do card tricks? I don't do any card tricks. Right. I, I, I'm a good joke teller the odd time. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> the reason you got in touch is because uh, you really, I mean, it's not the thing you'd expect a girl in her mid-twenties to be saying, but you really <laughs> would love a washing machine. <laughs> I would love a washing machine. <laughs> I would... <laughs> You it's okay, one. everyone, you need one, like. Huh? Everyone needs one. That's we true. all need one. you got to wash them clothes. So, <laughs> do, you, clothes. Do, you have, do you have to wash your own uniform, your own scrubs? Uh, you do, yeah. Okay. You have to wash all your own stuff every time after a shift, every day. So, yeah, we definitely need a new washing machine. Well, well, this is why it's so perfect. So, this is the new, new hot point machine. It kills 99.9% of uh, bacteria with steam hygiene. And we, Ireland, will they'll take away your old machine, by the way, if you have one. Oh, sounds very fancy. Very, very good. And uh, <laughs> we, Ireland, just want to give frontline people washing machines this week, so you are today's Hi. winner. Yay, thank you so much. That's great. You got it. <laughs> Best news ever. <laughs> get, on, get on to the girl group on WhatsApp and tell them, you know, what you're after winning. They're going to be so jealous. <laughs> Thanks so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye, thank All right, you see you, Joanne. See you Look after yourself. Frontline. <laughs> She's chuffed. She is delighted. Yeah. Nurses love watching. We have machines. another one to give away tomorrow. So if you want to nominate anybody, it's not too late. You can nominate yourself or uh, somebody you know that's been just a bit of a hero during this whole strange time. Washing machines live longer with nurses. New tagline. <laughs> Nine forty-nine on FM one hundred and four.